This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Welcome, my friends, to the Wolverine Speedway Show doing at Madhu. Here at NPR.NG999 AM, we talk Speedway, Robertson Holden, International Speedway, plus we talk to drivers and track managers, promoters from other tracks around New Zealand. Chris, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you, Stu. Yeah, good, Chris. Good to be back on another uh, Doing Into the Dirt show, mate. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, big news dropped on social media earlier in the week. Yeah, there was some pretty uh, some pretty cool news. Obviously, uh, some similar news was was chucked up last year, and then um, that pesky COVID thing got in the way, but uh, it's been uh, rebooted, and it looks uh, 10 times better. That Team Australia are heading back, well, heading to New Zealand. They're going to give it another crack um, getting over here, and um, it definitely looks like a, a much better series, a, a much better uh, plan put together. And to talk about it, we've got uh, one of the New Zealand correspondents. He's a, a tactician for the team, Scott Tennant. Scott, mate, how are you? G'day, how's it going? How's yeah, it going? good, mate. Good, good. Now, um, so your official role in New Zealand is a, is a tactician for the team. Yeah, so uh, Tim and Adam are a main driving force behind, obviously, Team Australia and getting it all up and going. And they wanted uh, a fresh face on the scene, um, you know, to try and show these Aussies what, what it's all about, really, and get them ready to, to take on the Kiwis. So, that, yeah, that's my job to, to get them all up and ready and um, get them as... as um, I guess show them what to do and you know get the get them going um, on the track. Yep, yep. So when you say Tim and Adam, Tim Savile, former um, CEO of Speedway New Zealand, and and Adam, who's Adam? Yeah, so Tim Savile, obviously former CEO of Speedway New Zealand and uh, current CEO of Speedway Oz. So he's the main one of the main uh, men behind it, and also Adam Brook, who also works with Tim at Speedway Australia. Yep. Um, He's raced a late model before, and his uh, grandfather actually was part of the uh, Australian team that toured the country back in back in the day, back in the fifties and sixties. So oh, wow. um, he's got a bit of bit of heritage in there. So he's he came out to teams uh, in twenty twenty Palmerston North teams and loved it. And um, you thought, why not? Uh, why don't we get some Aussies out here to do the same thing? Sweet, nice, nice. So they're the main driving forces. You're going to be a tactician. You're going to show them videos of um, you or are you going to show them videos of other people teams racing? Oh, other people teams racing mainly. It's, it's um, I, guess the, <laughs> I guess the main, um, yeah, that's probably not a good way to start. No, I, I, I guess I have a few good few good things to show them, but um, some bad ones as well and what not to do. But I think the main thing is just to, just to really get them, um, generalise themselves to the cars and obviously with how teams racing is going to go and, um, We'll bring our own unique spin. I think um, the main thing would be to you know concentrate on what what Australians can bring to the fore, rather than trying to get them to teach the you know the typical mm. New Zealand style of teams racing. Um, so I think uh, we'll work to our strengths, and hopefully, yeah, we come out the other side with some good racing and some and some flags, hopefully. Too right. So this team though from Australia. Now we know that there is the the Queensland Stock Car Club. We've we've got a few friends of our own that are over there racing. Um, yep. And that, but this is actually being selected from every. Speedway Australian license out there. We could see guys like um, Cam Waters apply if he really wanted to. Um, yeah, Cam Waters, you know, uh, Robbie Oldfield Farr. Is another one. Like, yep. you know, there are, yeah, anyone that holds a Speedway Australia license, regardless of what class, obviously, as, as long as they're of age, can mm. apply yep. um, to race. So it's really, they've got 6,000 competitors signed up for them. So they've got a massive pool to come from. And I think I had a look at the uh, applicants, and we've already got a hundred. I think it's one hundred and twelve as of right now applicants wow. uh, for for the team, and that's rising every day. So they, there's plenty of stock to choose from, and uh, plenty of talent around in the various classes over there. With with you say one hundred and twenty odd selected. With last year, there was obviously going to be a team put forward. Um, did you kind of have a team selected of the applicants last year? Oh well, we sort of got to the point we we had a squad sort of penciled out as to who we wanted to come. I think um, I'm not really on the selection side of things, but um, I'm the I'm more on the uh, well more on getting them up and going. But yeah, there's yep. sort of like a, maybe a, a pencil twenty man list of, of drivers and um, and real good you know high quality drivers as well that were penciled across. But obviously they didn't go ahead last year, so the everyone that was keen last year was is keen this year, so. You know, it's um, it's all all 
uh, full speed ahead, really, yep. in regards yep. to that. Clean slate on uh, who can apply and, and, and could even yeah, be absolutely. some some fresh guys coming through that didn't apply last year uh, make the squad. Yeah absolutely. yeah, absolutely. And it was sort of a, I guess it wasn't a, a last-minute thing, but now we've, got, we've had another 12 months to plan. You know, we're a lot more ready this time. Um, you know, there's not there's not going to be as much rushing around and getting everything done, and obviously it's going to be better for it. And obviously, you know, the tour um, would have never been able to be arranged last year so you know it's um full credit to the guys all the guys behind the scenes that have been organizing it i know you know a few guys have been working overtime and stuff and uh, getting all the stuff organized with all the clubs but yeah it's going to be going to be one to watch for sure yeah this is sure <clears throat> how long ago did this start being planned mate quite a while what straight after the last one was it so um adam uh who well, works for obviously Speedway Australia and he's part of the team. He came out to Palmerston North Team Champs in 2020 and, you know, thought this is really cool. Why, as in, why aren't Australians, you know, coming over to New Zealand? Everyone's focused on going to, you know, America or elsewhere for their Speedway fix. And where New Zealand's so close, why, aren't they, why don't we have a more of a presence over here? So he went about it. He likes teams racing, fell in love with stock cars. And, um, yeah, he's been a driving force from them. So I think it's been... It's probably been in the back of Tim's mind for a little while, to be honest, but um, really, it's really kicked off, you know, uh, probably the early part of 2020 um, or late 2019, I guess, with planning side of things. Yep, great stuff. So the goal is to get to the Superstock teams, is it? Um, I guess along the track, like, um, obviously, you, you know as well as we, um, the Superstock team champs are the sellout event. I don't think you could even get, you know, the 500 to 1,000 Aussies that, you know, this team would bring over into that event not to mention another team. So really, like, I guess everyone's dream is to go to the Superstock teams, but as a, you know, from that point, where do you fit all the fans? Where do you yeah. fit all the spectators? You know, it's a sellout event already, and we thought we'd best to dip our feet, really, with stock cars. Um, obviously a bit cheaper to run, a bit yeah. maybe a bit slower, but, you know, refine some skills maybe. And who knows, we might end up there. But at this stage, we're focused and committed to uh, stock car teams racing. So that's, that's our focus at, that, at the moment. Nice, nice. Uh, right, cars. Let's talk about the cars. Um, last year they were going to be borrowing some cars uh, amongst the Wellington guys and a few others. Uh, this year, what's the what's the plan on, on car front? So we've already uh, we've already secured a couple of Rees uh, cars already, and I would assume that there'll be some more in the, um, in the woodwork as well. So they'll be uh, based in New Zealand, these cars. So... The plan is obviously to get the guys over here at some stages and get, give them a few meetings, give them a few runs as well before the tour, if that all goes well. Yep. So they won't be, you know, in the deep end, so to speak. So, yeah, all going well. Like, the ideal situation and what we're planning for is having a full fleet of Reese cars, but obviously time restraints and depending on how fast Pete can take them up, <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to limit that factor. But, um, you know, we've got a, we've got a few solid uh, cars that, we're, that we've got and a few more that we're looking at, um, Getting so yeah, there we are a full full team. Hopefully, your team Oz own cars um, fronting up. Otherwise, yeah, we'll we'll be looking at maybe leasing a couple just to fill the team up. But um, I believe that yeah, we we'll be aiming to try and get a full fleet of team Oz cars for the for the tour. Nice, nice. It's starting to hit a bit. Uh, GB starting to hit a bit the same way with with owning their own cars, as we know the, a few of them have brought cars for next season. But this this tour, this tour looks great. It's um it's in January. And you, you just mentioned they may have a couple of runs beforehand. Obviously, that that'll be sorted out with uh, COVID and other um, appointments or whatever that people have got. But teams isn't actually till end of February. So, is that, are these guys going to stay out here the whole time and and race, or are they going to come over do some races and and head back? And because that's that's a good couple of months really before teams in in the end of February. Yeah, the plan is at this stage is not to uh, we're not attending the uh, New Zealand Teams Champs in Huntley uh, oh, okay. for the stock cars. So, so we're not attending that. We've got the tour um, just because we had a look at it from obviously Wellington was viable, being the fact that you can it's a, you know one flight from in, most places in Oz, yep. in most major cities in Oz, plenty of accommodation, places to work on the car, etc. Nice and close to Rees race cars, which will be probably more likely our HQ if that went ahead. Um, well, Huntley provide well, obviously, great track. Love it for teams racing. Love that fact that they've got it back there. But accommodation's a bit of a challenge. I know yeah. Auckland's just up the road, but it, it proved a bit more of a challenge to try and get um, the whole Aussie contingent over there. Yep. So we thought, well, instead of you know going down that track, how about we you know we 
dip our feet, so to speak, um, with uh, you know this tour. Although obviously it's turned into its own monster, really. Like three dates is uh, in a, you know three tracks, three day or six days. You know it's pretty pretty extreme. But um, we thought we'd do that, and that way we can um, you know sort of dip our feet. Like obviously we will be getting, we'll, we'll be aiming to have a team uh, at the national title at some stage. Yeah, for um, sure. Obviously the plan isn't this season, but um, yeah, hopefully possibly the season following, depending on where it goes and um, yeah, what the, what the situation is with our team. But um, yeah, it's definitely on the radar, and that's where we want to be with this team. Yep, yep. Sorry if you if you can't answer something like you say. You, you there's obviously it's mainly Tim and Adam doing a lot of the driving work. But um, how were the the tracks chosen? Obviously, Wellington's one. That's probably because of the the last year thing, and, and like you say, easy to fly into. But Dunedin, um, Woodford Glen, obviously a great one for down south. Was any other tracks approached? Did anyone else approach, or has has any other tracks since said, "Look, hey, chuck in a couple more and let's make it five rounds or something like that"? Um, yeah, obviously Wellington showed us some, some love last year, with obviously being all keen for us to attend, and we're all committed to that. Obviously, until you know COVID changed those mm. plans. But um, uh, the other tracks really we picked due to the fact that they run uh, youth saloons. Obviously, uh, the uh, saloon or um, you know. Speedway sedan scene over in Oz is really big. Yep. Um, it's one of the biggest classes, and obviously youth saloons and stuff run at um, at Dunedin, so that was obviously one of the tracks that we wanted to run at. And um, Woodford Glen, Steve Lennon was one of the first to really come on board and be real keen. So um, it just seemed to work out pretty good with those two tracks. Um, that was really the only two, well, two others apart from Wellington, which we already were committed to going back to, you know, repay the faith they had in us uh, for sure. last year. So, um, yeah, that was really... we. We approached those tracks, and that was the tracks that you know we settled with just just for the fact that um, we thought us you know a South Island tour would be quite attractive for you know a lot of guys coming over to, from Oz, even the spectators you know to come and see um, some of the beautiful sights and cities um, that South Island have to offer. And obviously, there's a few good events that are uh, happening down there at that stage. Yeah. Um, obviously, Street Stock GP and a few others that are going on. So yeah, like a, it was really a no-brainer. I think you know Tim and Adam had pretty set. Um, Sit on those three tracks, and that, that's where we were going. Um, I don't know as far as anyone else approaching us, but um, yeah, obviously three events, three in six days is going to be pretty hectic. I don't think we'll be able to fit any more in our schedule, but um, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll always be open for the future. Too right, too right, and of course, um, uh, having that you talked about the youth saloons as, as a few of the well, potentially a few of the drivers could bring over their uh, their kids that may race and, and chuck them out on the yeah. track. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, like. Just going back to the saloons, like they, they have three, well, three main classes that have, you know, bases of speedway sedans. Obviously, street stocks, production saloons, uh, production sedans, and modified sedans, um, which you know have a huge contingent of drivers. And that's all they've been talking about is coming over across the teams race, along with all the other classes in Oz. But um, yeah, definitely we want to. Um, hopefully, we'll get a few uh, drivers across in the use uh, saloons or use use sedan drivers, and um, and yeah, hopefully. I think production saloons as well as running, so there might be a few uh, international drivers in for that. So that's the whole, whole game, really, to get a whole bunch of guys across and, you know, get some trans-Tasman rivalry going again. You know, it was a big thing in the past, and, you know, hopefully it can be big again um, with, uh, you know, the rivalry of, you know, our friendly neighbours. So it should be good. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Any major sponsors on board yet? Um, well, we've got a few guys that have been helping us out. Obviously, Ash Media is our official broadcast partner. They're going to be broadcasting all three events. Um, obviously, Peter Reeves has been a big help already, and he going forward Reeves race cars um, and um, Chris Clothing as well as our official merchandise. Um, obviously, anyone that wants to get on board, we're going to have to have a big um, fundraising um, fundraising mission to try and get all the you know we're going to have a big fundraising drive to get all the drivers and crew across. So, any partners out there that are interested in in uh, supporting the team Australia or you know, but be a once in a lifetime. Thing to, to try and support, you know, the first time a, a stock car team of Australians has come across to, you know, challenge the Kiwis, they'd be much appreciated. So you can follow us on the Team Australia page and, yeah, any interest. I know we've got a few already, but, um, yeah, it'd be good to, good to get some more guys on board. Yeah, for sure. And and Ash Media, I, I follow them on Facebook. They have some, uh, well, they do some awesome videos, um, and it's great to a, a great way to keep up with the Australian uh, side of things. Do you know much about the... New Zealand side of things. What's what's happening in in that aspect? Um, regards to what the live streaming. Well, no, no, no. The um, the teams. How how are they going to pick a New Zealand team? 
Oh, so I, I assume it'll be the same as what we're doing, really. There's going to be a bunch of selectors that will be picked, and then obviously a team will be put forward. Like, I know there's been a few teams thrown out and, like, the best of the best team. Like, there's a few teams that everyone's been posting on Facebook, <laughs> you know, the best drivers. I'd say it'd be more like a squad, really. So, mm-hmm. you know, each track might not front the same team. So, obviously, you know, you'd probably want your hometown hero, you know, I'm thinking maybe the Levines and Wellington. And, you know, like, obviously there's a few few guys in Christchurch that did it. Um, that would would love to put on the the black and white and uh, represent New Zealand. Yep. But um, yeah, obviously you could put together the best of the best teams. You know, a, a team stacked and um, blast the Aussies off the off the face of the earth, really. But that's what what it's all about. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like obviously they're coming across to for for some hard teams races and looking forward to it as well. So I, I'd assume that yeah, it'll just be a selection panel. Um, as per the rule book, SNZ rule book, and um, you'd also select your team based on who can be there and who can do the date. But I, I would assume that it's not going to be as, like the Aussies. We're not going to have the same lineup for all three rounds. We're going to we're going to bring across a squad yep. and, um, and choose from them. So I would assume the New Zealand team would be no different. Well, we, we we know that not necessarily having the best of the best always works. It can sometimes uh, oh, self explode within absolutely. the team, can't it? Yeah, like, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'd, I'd say be. It'd be some real quality drivers mixed in with some local talent. I'd say that that will, will be the New Zealand lineup um, for each of the each of the events. Nice, nice, Scotty. Um, you've done your own racing this year. You've been in and out of the of the sport as well. So, um, how's your how'd your season sort of go? You ended up with a, a QTR chassis uh, number zero or something like that, or number one at the end of the season. You had a bit of a run in that. We're trying to get ready for New Zealand champs, but you know, age old saying, you know, you're always, always pushing. I was pushing my luck trying to get out there um, for that meeting. But we got it going in the, the latter half of the season and, and got some good meetings under my belt. Um, went back to the Battle of Stock Cars for the first time, so lucky enough to be invited to that. Um, and we'll definitely be heading back there this year. But obviously, New Zealand champs at home, I couldn't resist. Um, I wanted to get a car so I could, you know, do the NZ champs at Waikaka Park this year. So um, yeah, bought myself a QDR chassis, and yeah, we're just slowly refining it. It's, um, proven proven to be fast. We know I've got everything working. Um, <laughs> obviously, you had a, a few motor troubles and a few other bits and pieces, but when it's going, it's the rocket ship. So I'm, I'm looking forward to getting back out there this season. Yeah, for sure. And you you done a bit of well, you, you filled in um, at t- uh, teams nationals for the scrappers and um, performed bloody well in that final too. I must say. Yeah, yeah, I got dragged into that. They didn't have a fixed driver, so they threw. Threw me in the list and said, "Oh yeah, we won't need you." But of course, you know, come final time, you always <laughs> <laughs> always the case. You know, it's pretty, it was a pretty hard format with three races on the uh, second day. So uh, I had a funny feeling that I'd be needed at least by the end of it, and I was. And yeah, um, a real professional outfit, the Stratford team. I was quite impressed with how they went about their business, and um, you know, they're really on the upper face day together, and you know, keep their form together. They'll be they'll be uh, uh, a team to watch for the future. But um, yeah, I was really impressed, and it was. Um, Refreshing being across, being in such a professional and um, a good bunch of guys. So now it's yep. a pleasure to be racing with them. And yeah, um, just fell short to the Palmer North Panthers, but um, yeah, I, I enjoyed myself out there probably a bit too much, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you sort of feel a little bit of like you obviously sued up knowing that you, you you've just said you're probably going to be needed. Um, Booker and that probably told you you're not going to be need, like you said not going to be needed, but. When it said when they said, "Oh, look, you got to line up in the final," do you think, "Oh man, like, come on, like, you know, the pressure's just <laughs> just been literally thrown on me to uh, perform for Stratford here, and and the whole town, you know, of Stratford, the big city, is is watching here." Oh, yes and no. Like at the end of the day, you just got to go out there and do a job. And I like I'd raced against all the pants. Like there weren't anyone really that was. I'd raced against you know Jack Myers, every all those guys before. So. I guess it wasn't really unknown. It was just more of a fact that I've been out of the seat for a while, and it probably was a real, a bit rusty. And, and I hope I did the, I hope I did the S proud. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't really, yeah, feel the pressure. I guess like um, I just wanted to do a good job for the guys and hopefully bring home the car in one piece, which yeah, I did. So um, yeah, no, nah, that was that was stoked. They were real happy, and um, yeah, it was awesome to to suit out with those guys. I mean, I mean, it probably uh, probably having that run probably helped your performance at the the RC teams in uh, in June too, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, absolutely, mate. RC teams translates into your real life real well. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> nah, it's not even close. But um, yeah, nah, it's, um, it's obviously a hobby of yours and mine, and um, we love doing it. And um, yeah, get amongst it if you if you're 
ever thinking about doing it. It's good fun. Too right. Hey, on that note, we will give it a plug. Teams Nationals for RC Racing is it's being held at Waikaraka Speedway. You're you're wanting the driving forces behind it. When, what's the date for that, man? Because um, people in Auckland really need to get along and have a watch because it's. it's that event is, itself is huge. It's absolutely awesome watching cars get just just get wrecked. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just actually Googling the date now. <laughs> yeah. He's organising um, the event and he's Googling the date. This is good. I've got him on the yeah, spot. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, you, you caught me off guard here with this RC question, Stu. Mate. I had everything ready for Team Oz stuff, but... Um, <laughs> Well, we we covered that um, in about we covered that in about thirteen minutes, so we ha- we've got time to spare here. You see, so I thought you know you're a big you're a big gun um, RC driver as well. Um, I always give Keegan Levine shit about it, so hey, I, I need to give you a bit of a stir up now too. Yep, yep. So it's the thirty first and first of August, or thirty first of July and first of August um, in the Waikato Park Club room. So yeah, if you're out there and you yeah think about race or thought about um, giving, you know, RC Speedway a go, or you don't want to, you can't afford the real life thing, um, it's the next best thing, eh, and um, yeah, it's, um, it'll be a good event. Um, and it's just like Palmy, yeah. it's just like Palmy having Superstock teams, Chris, we we have the decent hits and the good racing, that's exactly how it is at, say, New Zealand RC team, but you go to Auckland for teams nationals, and that's where the big hits are, and it's exactly like that with the RCs, eh, Scotty? Yeah, mate, yeah, for sure, um, yeah, no, we always try and put on a bit of a show, and it seems to oh, get, just get bigger and bigger every year. Too right. Hey, Scotty, it's been good having a chat to you. Um, you get back to looking at these applicants and, and YouTube videoing uh, sprint car drivers and late model drivers and probably some stock car drivers and yep. um, see see what you've got to work with, mate, and no doubt you'll pull no. something out of the hat for sure. Yeah, awesome. No, I appreciate having us, and, um, yeah, thanks, thanks, Stuart, and thanks, Chris. Um, yeah, all well, the best, and hope to see uh, all the Australian fans or uh, New Zealand fans um, in early next year. Too right, we sure will. Have a good one, Scotty. Thank you. Well, that was Scotty Tennant, the Australian, the Australian. Yeah, the Australian technician. Well, yeah, yeah, tactician. Tactician. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know if he'd be much of a technician, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> nah, either way, uh, Scotty T there, Team Australia looking uh, full noise heading to uh, New Zealand in January, which is awesome to see. Uh, we go to the, the South Island where Team Australia is probably going to be racing, well they are racing down there, but to the uh, West Coast, to Greymouth, and we're talking to Dave Houston Jr. How are you mate? Yeah, no bad boys, yourself? Yeah, good, yeah, good. good. Over there in uh, Greymouth, the, uh, the weather nice and cool for you? Yeah, uh, we had a little bit of that liquid sunshine today, so yeah. All used to it. Does it does it <laughs> snow much down there? Uh, not in town itself, but we do get a fair bit on the L Point Pass between us and Christchurch. Yep, that's yeah. always a good uh, off season money unit for us. Oh, nice, good sight to see as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Great stuff. Right, we'll rewind a bit, mate. How did you get into Speedway, mate? Uh geez, it was best mate at a primary school. His old man raced. And I always used to travel around with them, going to various meetings and whatever around the countryside. And, yeah, it sort of started from there. And local tracks at home just used to go down for family or just go down for mates and sort of got really interested in that. And then one day they offered me a driving a mini stock. Just, well, I can't turn this down. And, yeah, everything since then is sort of history. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> home track, local track always being Greymouth? Yeah, always been uh, coaster. Always had GM on the car. Sweet, sweet. And did your mate ever end up your schoolmate end up, end up uh, racing himself, or he he went yeah, and done we, something? Yeah, we um, both ended up racing mini stocks together on youth for a little bit, and then did adults for a couple of seasons. And then I went on stock cars, and he went on to TQs. Oh, sweet, oh, wow. nice, nice, good stuff, good stuff. All right, this season it's uh, it's been a pretty good one for you. We we had you up here in the North Island, um, highlight of course being that New Zealand Championship, two hundred and sixty odd cars or something by the end of it. And mate, you managed to make the uh, the top thirty. Yeah, that was well, that was a um, over accomplishment if I ever thought about it. <laughs> we were just going, hoping just to put a few clean races together, and you know, might be able to. Put an honest attempt in the record charge. Yeah. Yep. Had you been to Miani before, mate? No. I'd, the closest I've ever been is I'd driven through Napier once on a 
road trip back from the North Island. Oh, wow. Yep, yep, yep. So, uh, I mean, and, and two, obviously, I know you have done a, a couple of uh, national titles beforehand, but the uh, obviously racing with the calibre of cars week in, week out um, would be a bit different down south. You've got some top cars, but at that sort of stage, you know, it's a whole different story. Yeah, it's, it was a completely different level. Like we've got, we're starting to get a lot better gear in the South Island, but um, yeah, having a full 30-car field of those absolute hot rod cars was... That was just something next level. Yeah, yeah. By the uh, by, the third heat, it would have been uh, quite cool. Just sort of, I guess, watching what's going on and watching these North Islanders tear each other to shreds, and <laughs> and you just trucking around out there. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, it was pretty nerve wracking starting the race because we're on the front row. But coming into heat three, it was. I was. I had no enemies and well, had no enemies and no friends. So I was pretty comfortable just going out there and just run my race and. Man, it was interesting watching my mirrors just carnage just happening left, right, and tender. <laughs> so, no one come up to you and ask you ask you to help them or anything? Uh, I had a quick yarn because I get on quite well with Sheldon Adapiri, yeah. but um, nah, no one really. Well, I don't think many of them really knew me either. So that sort of yeah. went both ways. Yeah. Yep. Nah, I didn't have any uh, beers offered for a little bit of a pole, pole patrol. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Where did you end up finishing uh, overall in that in that New Zealand champs? Um, we snuck away in 11th. Nice. No nice. Unreal. Yep. Top half of the field. Yep. Yeah. Well, I think because the other half eliminated themselves. But <laughs> it worked into my favour. Too right. Oh, definitely. Too right. Did you, did you, um, how did you fend at the New Zealand's when it was down in, in Greymouth the year before? Oh, I absolutely shit the bed. <laughs> <laughs> um, we thought we had a pretty fast car, but it just had real bad luck. Yeah. Didn't even end up in the refer charge. We just two races were sitting, I think, top three or five in our heat. And then I think once the battery died on me on a red light, and another time a lapped car spun out in front of me and blew my front end of it. So oh. just a, it was a bad weekend, that one. Yep. Definitely. Yep. One to forget. Sorry? One to forget. Yeah, oh, I was a good one. Well, I actually like to remember it because I didn't want to go through that again. So. <laughs> And then uh, you, we see here you link your car to your, is it your sister? Yeah. Courtney, was, up in Rotorua? Yeah, that was cool. That was, well, Rotorua is like my favourite track, so when, when we went up to the North Island, we were like, well, these dates, you know, they're pretty close, so we stayed up there for the week, just touring around, and I did happen to mention to her that, oh, if she got her act together, she could race my car at the Ladies' Crown. So, yeah, it was just, I got to enjoy watching racing Rotorua, and she got to been a few laps in the car. It was a pretty cool thing. Old man was up with us too, so it was quite a cool um, you know, family trip. Yeah, yeah, nice for sure, for sure. Exactly right, exactly right. So uh, she didn't do too much damage to it, did she? Uh, no, she did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she got caught caught up in a bit of a pile up in front bumper. One corner was facing the other, and one was wrapped back around the other way. So. It shortened her experience a wee bit. No, no doubt you'll let her back out again though. Yeah, at some point. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, you're in the Greymouth Grizzlies team for team champs that come up for uh, in Wellington as well. Um, it, it definitely didn't go your guys' way, but probably the most entertaining team of the weekend. Yeah, we um, said it as a bit of a yarn that if we couldn't win the race, we were going to win the crowd. And those two Martin boys from Westport, Sean and Daniel, man, did they put a show on! Oh yeah, it was. Oh, it was. Great team to be. It's just a great team to be a part of. And we didn't quite get the results we were looking for, but we're we're still very happy with our weekend. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> What's on your plans for next season, mate? You going to do all the major titles? Uh, I'm going to try to. Definitely um, planning on doing New Zealand's in Auckland. Yeah. And teams in Huntley, and then hopefully we can um, hopefully sneak in a third North Island trip. Maybe even is just jumping on the ferry up to Wellington. Do that, and then hit every major title in South Island that we can sort of get our hands on or if, you know, as long as works fits in with everything. So. Yeah. Yep. Yep. When racing racing at those titles down south, is it much like, uh, well, kind of like the North Island, I guess we have a lot more tracks than it seems to be a lot more um, a lot more uh, armies out there, but is it literally like go out there and you've got Nelson, Dunedin, Christchurch, Greymouth, and it's just all out going for it in Heat 3 and, and big club wars? 
It used to be a few years ago when, um, back when Eastern States was a lot stronger when they were dominating team champs and a few years ago when I first started it was a bit like that. It's sort of calmed down a wee bit now because everyone's all mates and we race with each other every other weekend. But yeah. the numbers on the South Island are on the rise, so I expect to see it sort of return in coming seasons, especially yeah. with uh, South Island's heading down south, I think, next season. Maybe not this one coming oh, after. Yeah, yeah, New Zealand's in Blenheim, I think. Yeah, and that could, uh, that could turn it up for the South Island clubs, hopefully. Yep. Yeah, that's for sure. Any plans to come up to Palmy for a skid? Oh, I'd love to. Yep. Got to try uh fit in the right weekend and hopefully everything. It's definitely one of the tracks I've definitely got to take off my bucket list. Yep. Yeah, too right. Maybe work a meeting in on the way home from New Zealand or on the way up even. Yep, yep. How, how did the uh, the rest of the season fend off for you result-wise? Any uh, podiums, club champs, points, South Islands or anything like that? Um, rest of the season was, this season was the best one that I've ever had personally. We um, started off, I think, like every other track with about two or three rain-offs to start your season, but we ended up combining club champs and opening day and everything all in one day in Greenmouth. Yep. And um, cleaned up that one. Don't know how, but a little bit of luck, I suppose. And won club champs, and also ended up with uh, season points at Greenstone Park. So that was that was a great um, achievement. Family and everyone was real stoked. Nice, yeah, too right, too right. What, what, what sort of car are you running, mate? I got a um, tri rail with uh, Falcon Motor ZD Fox and running Toyota Disc. Yep, sweet. Any any. Uh, Plans to, to chop it up, or not chop it up, change it up anytime soon, another another car or a different, you know, upgrade to a super or something in, in time? Well, I'd love, love a super, but coming from Graham, it's a little bit hard to run yeah. a super here. You have to travel more and more every week. Yeah. Yep. But no, the chop it up statement actually um, was an unintentional thing, but we have chopped it in half this year. Oh. <laughs> One of those little jobs of, oh, we'll just cut that rail and we'll front bumper and one chaser that had a small bow in it and it ended up being almost pretty much a complete fire Ford rebuild oh wow so the chassis had a, a prolonged stay at Rob Racecars at Dylan Rob Shed in Christchurch He's oh yes rebuilding the car and done an outstanding job on it so we just picked it up last weekend so we just got to do the few final things just put a few mounts in it and yep. uh, what not so yep. no, no, I think had a She's had a major overhaul yep. of, uh, late. I think I did uh, see your car amongst Dylan's various Snapchats and photos and, and whatnot. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, you would have seen a full photo rebuild on his uh, Facebook page on Rob Racecars and Repairs. It's, yeah, there wasn't a lot left when, when you started. <laughs> nice, nice. You got one of the uh, you got one of the, the most standout beards in stock car racing and that you um a lot of treatment going to that. I see a, a barber shop sponsoring there. So a lot of work going to that. Uh, yeah, just have a, it. Just um, works out that most of the hair on my head sort of starts to filter down through my chin. <laughs> but no, yeah, we've got a great sponsor in the barber shop in Greymouth, so they always try to keep me looking fairly tidy. Too right. I think Huggies has taken a bit of inspiration from it. To be fair. Yeah, well, we always he always uh, comment um, compliments me on it. <laughs> Too right. Great stuff. How about he's, one, a, he's one that should know. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. How about a shout out to the rest of your sponsors, mate? Um, yeah, I'd love to give a shout out. Uh, Equip Engineering. Jeez, um, put me on the spot here. I sort of had a bit of blind moment. Um, Coast Cooper Tyres, Whistle Engineering Supplies, Coastwide Welding Supplies, uh, The Quarry Bar and Grill and Westport, Rob Race Cars and Repairs, Fulton Hogan. Uh, Braden Lennon Graphics, Signlink, they do an awesome job. Um, T-shirts and everything. Um, and Coast to Cooper Tide and Greymouth. Probably forgotten someone, but I love you all. <laughs> mean as. Hey, Dave, it's been good having a, having a yarn to you down on the coast. Um, yeah, all the best for the rest of the uh, off-season rebuild and, and uh, look forward to catching up over the uh, next season. Uh, definitely. Cheers, boys. I appreciate it. No awesome. problem. Thank Have you. a good one. All right, take care. Well, that was Dave Houston Jr. There, Stu, and he was a colourful character. Yeah, yeah, he had some choice words, <laughs> eh? You know, 
What do you say? Shit the beard or something like that and kick it in the guts? That's a true country boy out west. <laughs> yeah, it sure yeah. is. No, nah, that's what, you know, that's that's a classic Kiwi stock car bloke, isn't it? Yeah, it definitely is. Right, we'll take a break and be back shortly. Too right. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate. If you're a fan of NPR, listening to our podcasts and live stream has never been easier. Just search for accessmedia.nz on the App Store or Google Play and download the app with the Kiwi Fruit logo. Once you've got it, pick Manawatu People's Radio from the list of stations and go find your new favourite show. Well, welcome back to Doing It in the Dirt on a Friday at 4 o'clock and you can hear a replay Sunday 3 o'clock and we're also <laughs> on demand and Spotify this dude. Yep, yep. It's a bit of a tongue twister getting all that new information out, eh? Yeah, it sure is. Right. We uh, we go from talking about teams racing, talking into a uh, South Island legend and uh, we've got an engine builder on the show. Not just an engine builder though now. He's a super stock driver in the waiting. Tom Hughes from Hughes Race Engineering. Good to have you on the show, mate. Thanks for having me. No problem. So let's uh, let's start, I guess, with the engine side of things. How how and where did you start building, learning, uh, apprentice to to build engines? Uh, I started. I left school when I was sixteen, um, and then I actually started uh, playing with engines at CSL Race Engines down in Palmas North, where you boys are from. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I did a stint there for six years. Uh, working for Brendan, which was cool, um, and and loved it, and then uh, ended up moving to Auckland and working for a company called Rocket Lab. Yep. As in the Rocket Lab we hear about on TV and that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was building engines for them for three years. Wow. wow. So after doing my apprenticeship, did an automotive engineering apprenticeship for um, at, when I was at CSL, and that was cool. I learned a lot, and... Um, it was an awesome job as a young fellow, obviously, building engines and playing around with cars. And, yeah. Um, dream job, leaving school. Um, and then got the chance to move up to Auckland and, and work for Rocket Lab. So I took that and learned a like, hell of a lot there. And uh, it, was, it was really good. And then just decided to go out on your own from there? or Yeah, yeah. And, and then um, I'd always been thinking about it for years. Pretty much as soon as I left there, so I was, I was thinking about it. But... And working at Rock Lab was obviously something that interested me and thought I'd, I'd want to take that off. So I did that and then um, started planning. I just started my own business, I suppose, and just the small things and then started my weekend work and managed to get myself a workshop and was running a couple of jobs for, for a year and a half or so there and then got it, got busy enough or keen enough to, to go full-time with HRE. Wow. So, so you're mainly doing performance um, car motors, engines? Yep, yeah, obviously yep. there's a speedway market that I've, I've tried to get involved with. Yep. I obviously love speedway and it's an awesome market in New Zealand for any engine builder or fabricator or anything to be involved with. So I'm chasing that, but as well, being in Auckland, it's, I'm lucky to have um, a few different scenes up here with drag racing and drifting and um, just street cars are pretty serious as well. So I've been, been lucky enough to, to branch out and get a few cool jobs everywhere, really, over the last... Uh, two years being full time. Oh wow! So, so being out on your own, you still obviously you you learn. Um, I guess with every engine you build is is different or, uh, to an extent. So now that you're on your own, do you, how do you sort of learn different ways? Um, I've had a lot of mentors, luckily. So obviously, I learned kind of like the bones of race engine and whatnot as when I was at CSL and then went away to Rockets and learnt a hell of a lot there about engineering and, um, yeah, a lot, a lot of good people I met there who taught me a lot. And then when I started doing my own thing up here, I've, I've met a lot of people from machinists and tuners and yep. all these connections you make, which has probably been the most beneficial thing is meeting these people who are willing to help. Um, so as well as making your own mistakes and researching a lot and all those things go with it. But, yeah. Nice, nice. So, basically, short question then: How, how do you make it an, an HRE engine different from a from a CSL, from a, a Llama, from a Hartley? How do they? How do they, each engine become different? Uh, 
so when I started um, playing around with HRE, I wanted, I really wanted to make a superstock engine, a good superstock engine. So I pretty much put all the all the money I had pretty much at that point in my life, I dumped into developing a superstock engine. Yeah. Uh, I went through a couple of different engines and heads and camshafts and working with Calfords, Calford cams. Um, trying different short blocks and headers, like I was on and off the dyno a lot, and then finally got something that I was happy with, um, and learned a hell of a lot from flow testing and, and, and massive amounts. But when I finally had something I was happy with, I was lucky enough to put it in obviously Jack Myers' car for the last two seasons, and him being able to run it and give me feedback, and then like watch on the track and see what it's doing as far as oil and, and, and temperatures, and, and make sure it's healthy, and then having having it come out this season and be pulled apart and seeing that it's still in good condition, it's, it's, that's what I've learned a lot over the last couple of years. Yeah, that's for sure. So, so basically what, what you're saying is the difference between each engine isn't, because obviously there's still rules to work with, it's the, the, the brand or the quality of the parts that are being used inside the engine and the combinations, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Building a rolls engine like we do for Speedway is probably the coolest thing you can do as an, as an engine builder because it, you've got to think outside the square a little bit to always improve and be the next, have the next best, best update and all these things that go along with it. So, yep. um, a super stock engine is, is very cool to build and it's very enjoyable. That's why they're so expensive because it's such a competitive class. You know, yep. There's three or four or five other engine builders and 200 guys in that class who want to be number one, basically. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> You've got to you've got to always you know make something cool and try your ass off to try and make these things go good around the track. Yeah, that's for sure. How, how did you find the car when you drove it, Jack's one? Uh, it was awesome. It was obviously I was pretty green to everything, but yep. I was packing myself for the for the first race. But <laughs> um, it was yeah, it was awesome. I, I obviously loved it enough to want to get a car, so that's where I'm at now. So have you? Before you raced Jack's car, had you raced anything not not a six is um, not as such just speedway, but anything in general? I grew up racing motorbikes a lot, but um, it's obviously nothing to do with car racing. But pretty much from I was seven years old to I was about eighteen, I was racing hard out um, all over New Zealand, which was cool. I'm lucky enough to, be able to do that, but nothing as far as cars apart from playing around when you're eighteen in your little Corolla or, or whatever else. <laughs> so it was a bit of a, sort of an eye opener to jump in a. a a really serious car and go into a, a field that was wasn't supposed to be stacked on that night, but something got cancelled and there was like it was it was packed full of good drivers. Like I was looking across and you know Peter Rees and uh, uh, current one in there and Josh Prentice and William Humphreys all sitting around me. I'm going, geez, these are the guys been watching for the last two years. <laughs> line, you know? Yeah, you are. You are. Right. I think I think it was Stratford might have got cancelled, but you're definitely right. It was it was meant to be a low key night. I do remember that. With mm. with your other engines. Um, how, well, how many Superstock engines do you have out there now? We know about Jack's. It's had some great success. What? How many more have you got out there? Yeah, so in the last year, we've got Hayden Chapman's one out there. And then in the shop right now, I've got six in pieces going back together. Wow. On top of Jack's new one, Hayden's one, and then um, another local one in Auckland. So it's kind of ramped up. It's taken a, a couple of years for people to, I think, notice the brand and then get that brand familiarity and, and see it everywhere and see Jack going good and, and then kind of take the jump to, I suppose, use me, which has been cool. Yep. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so this has been a very, very, and still is a very, very busy off-season and um, been time to work on all my engine build and then my car as well is, is probably what I'll end up doing towards the end of the year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and like you said, it's great that people are making the jump to you because I, th- I think I find from an outsider's point of view, um, it's a lot of it's a lot down to trust too with uh, with engine builders. Yeah, it's, it's a funny thing. Like, there's a lot of um, politics involved for some reason, and um, it is a lot of trust. And it's hard to change someone. It's hard to, to, to get them to come to, towards you, kind of thing. It's, They've kind of, I've kind of let everyone do it themselves. Yeah. Who, whoever's come to me, I don't try to chase them that part out. If they show an interest and say, hey, can you price this up and whatever, I'll price it up and follow them up and, and, and do that part of it. But as far as chase people down, I'd rather let people come to me and build that relationship that way. So it's, it's an honest relationship, not like a manipulated one that, you know, trying to get them to come your way is, is, is how I see it anyway. Yep. Yeah, that's for sure. So what's your goal for the season, mate, just to get the car out and get your name out there? 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm obviously itching to get it, get it going. So um, I've got a little bit just just fitting the car up for me at the moment with the new seats and pedals and everything like that. But um, I'll try to do as much racing as I can with as what work does, and I'll I'll run out of Auckland obviously, and then get down to Rotorua once I get some more confidence and some impact fields. Admittedly. Auckland last year wasn't that busy, but it seems like some of the, the big boys are coming up here to race next season, so it should be pretty good. Nice, yeah, good way to to to, uh, to test yourself out. And of course, you'll still have the support of uh, of the Myers team, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been good working with them the last two years, especially with my engine. And then um, I can ask them, obviously, quiz them and, and figure out what's what's up with the car. And they've got years of knowledge behind them, so. I'll definitely be asking Jack and, and Calvin and Scotty some questions once I get the car out there. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Going to get it on the transporter and bring it down here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will try to get down to Barmy, actually. Um, obviously, my family's from down there, so and I'm from Barmy originally, so I'll, I'll definitely come down to some meetings, manager champs and whatever else. Nice, nice. Um, going back to sort of some engine stuff, with, with your car, does this sort of give you a chance to... to you talked about those rules and how it's it's great that you can build a car within rules and think outside the box. Does it give you a chance to just know it's your car? You can have a, a good play in. Not as you want a reliable car, but you want to sort of expand your thought as well, and you can throw it at your car, um, not having to worry about a customer, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, I like it's all time dependent whether and how busy I get is how tricked the engine will be and how much time I can throw at it. So there's a lot I've. I dream up lots of big ideas in my head. It's just getting the time to be able to do it on uh, on my engine itself. Yep. So Jack's new engine he's getting this year is a fresh HRE build, and I've tried some cool things in that. So that should be in the dyno within the next month. I've just screwed the short block together and the heads are already. So it's all it's all coming together, and that sh- I should learn a lot on that because we've done some pretty wild things to, to try to get him going even better. Nice. Good stuff. What would be one of your favourite engines that you've built? Looking at this, like you say, you've it's it, speedway aside, you've done some cool stuff. Looking at drifting and, and circuit cars and that, what's something that one of the coolest ones you've done or funnest ones you've built? Uh, there was a little four salon that I built that um, made two hundred and ninety horsepower, which is quite cool. Na and <laughs> just in the last few weeks, we did one for JT Performance, a drag R thirty two, and that made um, eight hundred and 30 kilowatt at the wheels and wow. 1300 newton meters at the tires, like something ridiculous. Um, so it's fun doing in turbo stuff, although it's not as involved as building a like a high revving NA engine. Yep, yep. It's, still, it's still cool to see how much power they can push out. Yeah, good stuff. Have you had any? Um, you know, we we know you've had great success results with uh, with Jack's engine, his car, the whole the whole package. Have you had some, uh, what, what sort of results have you had in the way of circuit cars? You had a, a car that's had a big uh, win of any sort or, or taken a title out with one of your engines? Oh, I had the guys running the D1NZ Jenkins Brothers last year, so they had a, a pretty good run. They had some podiums throughout the series. Um, being a judge sport, it's, it's pretty hard to yeah. bring a whole together and not be loved, but that was cool seeing those guys go well after, after playing around with those engines and and dynoing them, and they did a whole lot of car changes that year. Um, so that was cool. And then having the those R32s that sort I of built, those drag engines, they did some rolling road racing at the GDR Festival, and they took out uh, both the, the rolling drag racing and the standard start drag racing, which was cool. Wow. Sweet. So, so supposedly the New Zealand's fastest road legal uh, GDRs. Nice, nice. I mean, it, you get you have fun building them, but obviously it's a it's a lot of fun watching uh, watching the cars out there on track, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun um, dreaming ideas up, but then you still a lot, like a lot of work goes into some of these engines, like a lot, a lot of hours. Sometimes you can't really charge it out and you end up working for ten dollars an hour. But um, the love that goes with it and then seeing them go well is kind of what what pays off at the end of the day. Yeah, too right, too right. Tom, mate, I could probably talk to you and learn so much more because um, I I can't tell you one side of the uh, engine to the other. That's why my <laughs> that's why my mini stock's been parked in the garage for two years. So you can fix that up if you like and um, get two hundred and seventy horsepower into that four cylinder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're meaning to build a, mini, a good mini stock, so you know. 
<laughs> Too right. Hey, Tom, all the best. Uh, obviously, you've got plenty of work to do in the in the engine department and obviously getting your car on track. We look forward to uh, seeing you on the track full time. And, um, yeah, no doubt you, you probably want to get a few sponsors on board as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all a part of learning the, oh, I suppose, running a, a super stock this season. So I've been playing around with uh, proposals and talking to people, trying to get sponsors on board. Um and I suppose if anyone's listening who wants a, a Saturday job at HRE, disassembling and cleaning parts, more than welcome at the moment because we've got a lot on. So anyone willing to do some work on some engines or wanting to, come and come get involved. Nice. Good yeah, stuff. Yeah, this is for, just quickly for those people that don't know, what car did you buy, mate? I got Chad Ace's car. Yeah, good so car. I bought, yeah, that is a good car. And it's, it's actually really straight considering... It's not massively old, but it's a, it's a little bit old, but it's, it's really straight. Um, high, high tensile coffin and, and chromoly outriggers and mild steel bumpers. So the steel work is pretty minimal that we had to do. It's just, it's just fitting out um, for me and, and making some new headers and things for the new engine. Me, Nice. Good stuff. Hey, Tom, good to have a chat with you. We look forward to uh, seeing you hit the track yourself next season and um, watching, watching those HR engines uh, keep screaming. Yeah. Cheers for having me on, boys. No problem. Awesome. Have a good one. Yeah. Well, that was Tom Hughes there, Stuart. That was an interesting chat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I've only, I, I actually haven't met the guy. I've only seen him race and seen him around the Myers team, but um, he looks like a guy you could have a real good chat with and probably learn a heap from. Um, and good to see young guys as well in the engine development side of things at Speedway, you know, and that just means that the future is looking good with these young fellas getting right in behind it. But, like, you know, we've got um, Nelson as well and, and Palmy yeah, yeah. and Chad. So having young guys like that means that the future of Speedway is sorted when it comes to the development side of it. Especially now that you, more people are building engines, you've got more of a um, choice. Yeah, and no doubt they probably still actually bounce ideas of each other, you know, despite being different businesses. Yeah, they probably yeah, they probably do. You got to you got to move forward somehow, right? Yeah. Right, and that's um that is the show for tonight though. Um, crikey, we've we've done a big one there, Chris. But um, shout out to uh, Rees Race Cars to uh, Burn Art Cars. Gary's got actually hit onto the Burn Art Cars Facebook page. He's got a lot of uh, cars he's been building. He needs to clear the shed, so he's got a <laughs> bit of a bit of a sale going on. And of course, uh, Walker Property Maintenance Management and uh, the team at Brewers that. Keep us fed and watered. Yeah, that's for sure. Right, we'll see you next week, eh? We'll do, mate.